This is Stu Epperson with the Heart of the Story podcast with Tracy Lynn Russell. Welcome to the Heart of the Story, where true inspiration begins with Tracy Lynn Russell. Hi, this is Tracy, and welcome to the Heart of the Story podcast. Today on episode 14, we're going to be talking about a passion to communicate. Do you have a passion or a powerful message that could help impact lives? So I've been hearing from so many women that they have this big desire to start talking to people about some current issues that they see happening in our country and in Christian culture. You know, these women might not have any background in media, but they're so passionate about wanting to share their message in a way that reaches out far beyond their home and into the hearts of many people. So my question is, do you have that kind of message or are you that kind of person? Because if you are, here's what I want to say to you. There has never been a more important time for your voice to be heard, for your hope to be shared, and for the power of God's story to be revealed in media. And this kind of influence may happen in ways that you don't actually expect. So on today's episode, we're talking to Stu Epperson, president and founder of The Truth Network. What happens when God calls you to be a communicator for him? And maybe some of you have a desire to be on the radio, on television, or even podcasting. But whatever the platform, this podcast is going to help you see how God is in charge of the story of your life and how he works to get you to the place he desires for just the right place to communicate. Now, before I go on to the show, I wanted to respond to a question I received. Um, Because of COVID-19, the issue of marriage tension is really heating up. And actually, China is experiencing a huge surge in divorce right now as part of the fallout from the quarantine. So today, I received this brief statement on my email that I wanted to read. Dear Tracy, I'm living tough love. I'm needing some help navigating this tough situation. Do you know of anyone who could help me? Well, I received this email plus many others like it. And due to COVID-19, I know it's hard for many people to cope with difficult marriage stories, but I wanted to tell you I'm launching a group. And this is a special group with only four to six people this May. So I actually reached out to this person and she's the first um, in an all-female coaching group. We're only taking a few more, but we're going to be talking about the four powerful coping skills to manage through tough love. And if you're interested, you can reach out to me on my website at tracylynnrussell.com. Send me an email with your contact. Uh, The group will be closing in just a week. So if you're interested and listening, now is the time to act. Are you ready to empower and activate every woman in your group with the power to share their story? Bring the Art of My Story Weekend Workshop to your next event. At this workshop, women can begin to discover their story, unlock their passion, and unleash their influence for kingdom purpose. This workshop is an interactive way to teach, train, and equip every woman to become a transformational leader and rise up to share her faith story with others. To find out more, go to tracylynrussell.com. That's tracylynrussell.com. Okay, now back to our program with Stu Epperson. 
Hi, this is Tracy, and welcome to the Heart of the Story podcast. We are so honored today. We're back at the conference, and we have Stu Epperson, Jr. He's the founder and the president of Truth Network, with radio stations from across North Carolina, Central Iowa, and Salt Lake City. In his spare time, which I might say this is pretty amazing, Stu hosts his own nationally syndicated show called Truth Talk Live. Stu, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Well, it's an honor to be here, and thank you for having me. I know, and he gave me these amazing pumpkin spice cookies from Winston-Salem, so now I'm honored with these cookies. Well, they're good. They are really good, and we're also the home of Krispy Kreme Donuts, Winston-Salem. That's right. We're the world headquarters of uh, tobacco. All the best tobacco comes from there, and we have the top (laughs) cancer treatment center in Winston-Salem. So, Wake Forest Medical Center. So it all kind of works together. It, it all kind of works together. I'm thinking, when, you know, when that light is on at Krispy Kreme and you know they're hot and you go in and then, yeah. Anyways, well, it's so great to have you. And I, I'm so excited. I know you have a new book out, uh, but I also just want to let our listeners get to know you as a person because clearly you do some amazing things with radio. And I just want to hear a little bit about you and let our listeners sure. hear a little bit about you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, grew up in a Christian home. Okay. Grew up in a Christian radio home. <laughs> oh, a Christian radio home. That's right. Wow. So I was around it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of part of life. You know, you grow up with stuff that you don't, you know, military brats, they grow up as military brats. Right. They don't think about it maybe like we do on the outside looking in. And so I didn't really have plans on doing what everyone else in my family had been doing. Which was radio. Right. So when I went off to college, played basketball which wow. was a lot of fun, in Southern California. Oh, really? Where in, in Valencia. Cal- oh, wow. At John MacArthur School there, the Master's University. Very nice. Just north of L.A., in Valencia there. Yeah, because our listeners can't see that you're really tall. Well, that helps when you're playing that basketball. That does help. i tell you what, it does. <laughs> and so, but I just grew in the word there, And but my senior year, I took a class in the communications major. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of other plans, potentially playing basketball. There's right. some smaller... I was an NBA caliber player, but mm-hmm. there are some Other international teams, Germany, Europe. I actually had an offer. I had a contract in my hands to sign. All I had to do was sign and fax it back Wow! to a club team, a pro team in Germany. And they mm-hmm. would have given me housing and transportation and food and stuff and, and a place, a roster on the team, a little bit of money. And the Lord just kind of, with all that going on in my senior year, I'm you know engaged, thinking about the whole world's in front of me. Do I go to seminary? Do I go to play basketball? Do I go to all kinds of grad schools, opportunities? And But radio wasn't in that picture. Because if you have everyone in, your, in their brother and every aunt and uncle and everyone you know at church every second of every day saying, hey, you're going to be in radio just like your dad and your uncle and, wow. and your other uncles. And, you know, you kind of like, you know, maybe I'll try something different. I want to do know? my own yeah. thing. Yeah. I wasn't like rebellious and like, I hate that stuff. Right. I got it. I You know, I thought... This is cool stuff, but I was just like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Until first day of class, senior year, the last elective I had to take because it was in my major. So I couldn't take a, uh, couldn't take a mathematics class because <laughs> mathematics was in the communications major. Right. Couldn't take a history class. It had to be an elective within the communications major. So I took broadcast 101. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Professor gets up, Dr. Saunders, and he said, class, he was the softest professor just a sweetest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. But it was just like, you know, like if you're if you're taking a class with all your friends, your fiance and your sister, she was in college with me, you're gonna take this class. Because Doc Saunders, you're gonna you're gonna get through it. You know, mm-hmm. like and you're gonna enjoy your senior year and play ball and all that stuff. And 
So I go. It's the final semester of my senior year. Don't have a clue what I'm doing after college, but I got all these other plans. I'm telling God, hey, God, this is what I'm doing. And he was laughing the whole time. <laughs> and, and he says, for our class, we're going to do a project-based class. And we're going to start an on-campus radio station, a Christian station on our campus. And I thought, well, that's cool. You know, I know about that, you know, whatever. So I should be able to at least check out the right marks and get good grades on it. He says, but it's going to be active activity, involvement. You got to plug in. You got to do the work. Leadership starts at the top. Who's going to be our leader? Our general manager, El Presidento. And by then, I'm starting to slink underneath my desk. You know those old desks you had? Yes, they had those. They were atta- the desk yeah. was attached to the chair. That's right. And like just kinda, so I kind of, I'm like literally trying to hide underneath my desk. And everyone in the class looks at me. Did they point? Me. They pointed. They all were. <laughs> and they pointed with those, those nasty grins on their face. You know, like, we got you. And Doc Saunders is like, all right, Stu Epperson, you'll be our. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even God. sign up for this. What's going on? Right. And so... So there we went. And so I started this, helped, I got a team together. So I had my little ops manager guy, you know, and I had my sales guy. He was the guy that on campus that, sold, that was in our class that could sell you anything. Know, anything. Right. I had promotions people. My sister, you know, she could get the word out, you know, so make it T-shirts and all that. I had a technical guy, the guy that could fix anything. He happened to, his dad ran the whole maintenance for the whole school. Oh, and he was, a, he was a, like a junior. So, so we pulled it. It was just, it was, but what's amazing is you can get behind the mic like you're doing right here, right now, this amazing podcast. You get behind the mic and you say things that have to do with God and mm-hmm. the gospel and the life changing. So true. Person of Jesus Christ and what he did for us, right? And so I'm behind the mic playing Christian music, music that you and I probably know better than the new, you know, the, the new kids coming up do, but we're, we're catching up to them, yeah, right? I we're wonder learning. What yeah. kind of music were you playing? Were you oh, playing the Imperials and Amy Imperials, Grant? Imperials, Amy Grant, Petra. Oh, yeah. You know, all these, uh, you know, Don Evie. Francisco. We're, we weren't maybe, well, uh, maybe a little. Sandy Evie. Patty. Come on, <laughs> ring those bells. Sandy Patty, Keith Green, Steve yes, Green, you know, yes. but, but playing some, so Michael Card. And so, I just thought, this is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of got this into my system. You know, this kind of, I, I want to I learn more about this. And, and I also told myself I'd never, I told myself I'd never go on radio. And I told myself I'm never going to go to Bob Jones University. That's that fundamentalist bastion. Where you can't hold anybody's hand. Greenville, South Carolina. It's strict. Guys' sidewalks, girls' right. sidewalks, blah, 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 blah. And my parents went there and met there. It changed their life. John wow. MacArthur went there. People don't know that. My uncle Ed went there. All kinds of people went there. Uh, kinds of heads of states like people that are because they are ac- it's like an it's a Ivy League Christian school. Their academics are very. That's why a lot oh, of I didn't going, know that. Oh, it's that they put you. You go there. All the accounting firms want Bob Jones grads. Wow. Not just because they're honest, but they they the <laughs> teachers put you through the grind. Like you know your stuff. But I'm like I'm not going to go there because that's where I've been told. So I thought you know easy out. I'm go to the Masters University and and didn't have to go to Bob Jones. Well. I started to Google before there was Google to search where can I go to learn more about broadcasting and the business of it. Only one university in the whole world that I could find had a broadcast management degree, a mm-hmm. master's degree, a master of science degree, and it was Bob Jones University. Wow. So here I am packing my new Southern California girl like you are, yeah. blonde hair, Southern California girl, packing her up and all of our earthly belongings, moving back to Greenville, South Carolina Unbelievable. to go to grad school there. And that's kind of how I got into 
what more into, yeah, into, but getting into radio, like I wanted to get, you know, like, but really it was God. It was God's sense of humor, right? Right. Don't tell God you're not going to China. He's going to send you there. Right. You know, but say, God, well, I'll do it. You know, I'll go, I'll follow where you lead me. So I, I worked in secular radio for a couple of years while going to grad school. And I love that. But then I'm, I'm kind of like hungry for more content like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like programs like David Jeremiah, Charles Stanley Bible right. teaching. And so moved in Winston-Salem to North Carolina and after working in secular radio for a little bit, the Lord just opened the door for me to start a Christian radio station, 24-7 Christian Love teaching it. and talk, spoken word. This is a spoken Love word it. program. It's so awesome. And it's a spoken word program that at some point I'm going to talk to you and Mike and your awesome yes. team about putting you on the radio, too. Absolutely. To reach those folks, to share that your amazing gift and your heart for Christ with right. them and your story and the stories of the wonderful folks that you showcase here. Right. So... That's how the Truth Network started about 22 years ago. That's incredible. You know, I so believe in the power of radio because I was a Christian radio fan, like even in high school. But I quickly, you know, I'd listen to Christian radio all the way to high yeah. school, and then I'd have to turn it to something really cool before right. I drove in the, right. in the pri- But, um, you know, I went to communication school, too, in college, and I had a completely different experience than you because I worked in the radio station. Mm. I was a communications major and I really, but I was in the secular side of it. And so I didn't really, I wasn't ready to do that. And I just thought, well, maybe I'm, I went on, I did a master's degree in occupational therapy, but at 51 years old, would you not believe the Lord? And I I remember when I graduated, my mom looked at me and she goes, now what in the world are you going to do with a communications degree? What in the world is that girl going to do? But God had his plan for me. He was going to bring me back and serve his community and his story with media Amen. that was in my life all Amen. those years ago. Yeah. He just picked you in class, which was pretty amazing. Was he picked you yeah. in the communications major. It was major, not my it was not awesome. my plan. It was his plan. But yeah. it, it was cool and it's it's neat that stuff that that I'm you know, you mentioned in the introduction that nice comment about me being a talk show host. Right. For my first ten years in radio. I didn't want to be on the radio at all. I didn't want to be on commercials. I didn't want my voice used. I didn't want any of that stuff. I like being out talking to sponsors. You know, right. I like being out there marketing. I like, you know, going out in, in the sales side. Mm-hmm. Um, but weird thing happened. Just after we started in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, started the Truth Network, two mega solid guys that I recruited personally, mm-hmm. my brother-in-law and another fella who was an awesome ministry evangelist guy who had time and loved this. And actually, he kind of was feeding me this idea as much as I was feeding him this idea. I said, why don't we put you two guys together in the radio station and do a show? And this guy, Preston, came up with the name Truth Talk Live. Oh, wow. I said, that's perfect. Yeah, that's great. And so they were doing the show, the two of them, two hours every day. And my brother-in-law got a throat disease. And he couldn't talk, and he got, God since healed him and stuff, and he's pastoring. But best part of his spiritual journey, too, he has a great story. He'd be good to interview sometime. Okay. But Preston went for work for Franklin Graham. That was in the transition time when Franklin took over BGA, and Preston grew up with Franklin. Missions. So he went and practically went to run the ministry. Wow. So they said, hey, who's going to host the show Monday? <laughs> and so I'm like the, you know, the, the sucker, you know. The B team. <laughs> you know, so I went in there and absolutely loved it. Oh, that's awesome. And so, you know, but, but I started... So t- for 10 years, I did live Christian talk radio and drive time, mm-hmm. which was wow. a hoot. I mean, I debated atheists. I debated Hindus, Muslims. I had um, a homosexual pastor, a lesbian activist, and another homosexual activist sitting, th- three people this close in my studio. And I opened the show by saying, guys, listen, I completely disagree with you guys. Mm-hmm. But if I want to yell at you and right. you know, yell you down and be mean, what's the, how am I going to lead you to Christ? Right. 
That's and we had a amazing. great conversation. Yeah, that's we, just amazing. You know, we called Planned Parenthood. We disclosed that we were calling them from radio. They were, we, you know, we, we did everything legally and mm-hmm. you know, upright. I had a I did, I had a uh, a witch on the show, which Whoa. was bizarre. I, I, hope, did, I don't want her to come on my podcast. I've I'm done I've done my show from all over the world. I've done my show for, for show from the Darfur region of the Sudan, where they were slaughtering women and children. The mm. the Janjaweed. I did probably fourteen episodes from there. Mm-hmm. I phoned in on one of the last nights to my cousin Ski, who's a medical researcher, genius, who is the one who recruited me to go on that trip. He wow. was in my studio here at 5 p.m. I was in Darfur at midnight under the stars. I'd never seen stars wow. this clear because we're 300 miles from anything. Unbelievable. Running water, any infrastructure. And I'm with genocide victims who we took two. My cousin Ski went and bought 200 teddy bears and zipped them in one of those big, you know, tote bags. Mm-hmm. I carried them across. I carried them across three different countries. Unbelievable. And I carried them into the middle of hell. Wow. And I gave kids a teddy bear who'd never seen a teddy bear before. They looked at it. They're like, is this an animal that he killed? And then he stuffed and had everyone put stuff in them to bring to me. But they'd never seen a teddy bear, but many of them had seen their mom and dad cut down right in front of them. And the only reason they're alive is because they could outrun their little brother, little mm. sister before they were ki- those were killed. This was Darfur. Wow. My wife didn't want to go on that. I had, you know, I had to get 15 immunizations. It was nuts, but it changed my life, really. Wow. So I did, so I've done shows, but it was, it was really neat how God takes things we don't plan, we don't right. intend, right? And what's that guy, he said, tell, tell, you know, you know, I enjoy telling God my plans. If you want to make God laugh, tell him, tell your, him plans. your plans. Tell him right. your plans. Tell him your will, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So God has a great plan. And so the whole, our whole, our whole passion is doing all these things. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing my show recorded now because since I... Got so busy with Christian radio growing mm-hmm. and adding stations in Utah and other places, I just couldn't do a live show every day. Right, it's a lot of work. It's People a ton of don't work. realize that it's it exactly is so right. much work. It's yeah. energy. And so, uh, so God has called me to be more of a support and a coach for you and for other gifted communicators. Wonderful to put you on the radio or to encourage you mm-hmm. to do podcasts to get involved right. in communicating His truth. And so right. I've so I try to be more of a coach than a player, but I still have a show and I still inter- mm-hmm. want to interview you sometime for my okay. show too. Okay? Wonderful. I got to get some ratings. So that's why I got to bring you on. I know, right. The big hitter. Well, Stu, I have something that has never happened to me before on a interviewing someone, but I just feel like God is telling me something about your story. And I feel like there is a call for future communicators. Mm. There are Christian people out there that need to hear your story. There may be some men, there may be some women, and God is calling you to communications because when we were growing up, you had to work at the radio station. You had gatekeepers. You had people that you had to go through. The gates are open, people. You can get this Mm. equipment in your home, and we can be sharing the Word of God and communicating for Christ in this nation without being asked by a network, without being asked by a radio station. We can produce content that can change people's lives over the airwaves and in doing so it really changes our life too Mm. and so i thank you so much for being on the podcast um i want our listeners to just really quickly know how they can reach you and about this amazing book that you have because i know we you spent so much time sharing your story and i I, your story is amazing but i want them to hear about this book that you just wrote too really quickly well let me just tell everyone a, a, a warm hearty well welcome and merry christmas Oh, wonderful. Are we getting this for Christmas? We're getting this all, all year round. Awesome. It's a good thing Christmas isn't just the 25th. Wonderful. Do you think God stopped giving on the 25th no. at midnight? You know, So that's why I wrote this book. In Chapter 7, I wrote a chapter called Twas the Day After Christmas. Oh, I love that. No one said and that And all before. through the world, the shepherds are spreading his glorious word. 
good news of the Savior. Right. So it's all in this book here, and I talk about just take. Put, I put the cross back in Christmas, basically. How I he love came that. from the cradle to go to the cross to wear the crown, and so it's it's a it's a sequel to my first book, and this is the. The basketball player in me could never quite get this straight, you know. That's why it's a short book. I'm not the brightest, <laughs> not the brightest knife in the drawer. But the first book is Last Words of Jesus. And the first book is the last words, and the last book is right. the first words. So we'll I like that. Do the calculus. It took me a while, but so, but so that talks about Christ's final words from the cross. He mm-hmm. said seven powerful words of life from the tree of death wow. as he died. And this book is a sequel, okay. but really a prequel. This book goes to his first spoken words on earth, which speak to his mission greater than any corporate mission statement you've ever heard that's ever been written or come up with. And it also gets into all the characters of of Christmas and how they all point back to Jesus, why he came, his stated mission, Mm -hmm. and how important that is to change my life forever. Wow. And now he's called me. To go tell it right. on the mountain. Which is how I want to end. I'm going to end with you one more time. It's just uh, just trying to empower people to really become a communicator. Whether you're behind yeah. a microphone, whether you're standing in the coffee shop, or whether you're in Congress, we need to be sharing what That's God exactly has done right. for us. And so what do you want to say to future communicators, to people that feel like, I need to share my story? Or maybe they're like, I don't have a story. What do you want to say to those people? Well, you are created in the amazing image of Almighty God. Mm-hmm. You only have the DNA that He gave you. Mm-hmm. You have been imparted with an amazing gift and it's whatever gift you have and so you're unlike any other person on the planet you're unique so God is giving that gift to make much of him right and to share the good news in all those places you mentioned right in the marketplace where you work in school with your kids everywhere sitting next to that annoying person waiting an hour for the doctor you're there to tell them about Jesus you may be the last person that ever saw them alive on this planet. I interviewed on my podcast a few weeks ago a guy who shared the gospel of Jesus Christ with Kobe Bryant. Oh, my word. He was in a lobby with him. It's the Summer Olympics. Everyone's taking pictures. Kobe signed my shoes. Kobe, can I have this? Kobe, I've got a cousin. Kobe signed this ball. And he's like, Kobe, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Kobe, here's a gospel track. I know you got to meet with LeBron. I know you're about to get on an uh, elevator with these guys. Here's D. Wade. You guys are all going to practice, whatever. But look, read this booklet and be sure you know Jesus as your Savior. Now, this guy only had a couple minutes, and he used those minutes to share Jesus with someone who entered into eternity just, just a few weeks a ago. A few weeks ago right. to the shock of the world. A guy right. worth $680 million and his mm-hmm. precious daughter and six other folks on that uh, helicopter. Mm-hmm. See, so we don't know. Life is short. You know, so we're not going to speculate about whether he was, whether he wasn't. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge you to share the good news right. while you have breath in your lungs and blood in your veins, while you're alive with that family, with those little ones, with mm-hmm. the neighbor. Spread the good news of Jesus. Yes. Use your gift to point people to the giver of all gifts, the giver of life, Jesus Christ. That's why you're here. Right. And that's why God's gifted you. And that's what the point of first words of Jesus, last words of Jesus. I got all the books at my website, stuepperson.com. It's S-T-U, not S-T-E-W, even okay. though you can still enjoy stew. Mm-hmm. Just don't it's spell it. Yeah. S-T-U-E-P-P-E-R-S-O-N.com, Stuperson.com. And I just want this to be a blessing to your audience mm-hmm. and to you and 
In fact, I'll sign that for you. Oh, you're the best. Because if I sign it, then you can fetch 25 cents instead of a dime at a yard sale. <laughs> and I just want, you know, with the Lord's, you know, Lord's money, I want it to go a long way. That's so, so awesome. But maybe it'll encourage someone, you know, in the Lord. So. Well, Stu Epperson, I cannot thank you enough for being on the Heart of the Story podcast. You have blessed me. I thank you for what you have done for Christian Radio. I thank you for the many people who were driving in their cars that needed just the word that was said. Um, I thank you uh, for being one of those people that needed to hear Christian programming and Christian words coming through the airways at just the right time. Mm-hmm. And so God's blessing on you. And thank you so much for being a part of the Heart of the Story podcast. Honored to be here. And God bless you. Thank you for all you're doing. You too. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. If you are interested in exploring your story, go to my website for more coaching opportunities at The Art of My Story, because I'm looking to launch 100,000 women into kingdom action with a message to be heard. That's all for now, but thank you so much for listening to The Heart of the Story podcast with Tracy Lynn Russell. Would you like a way to find your story every day? Go to tracylynnrussell.com and register for the free download on her website. Are you looking for hope, healing, or just a big hug of encouragement for your marriage? Go to SaveMyMarriageStory.com. Gain free access to the free email stories delivered right to your inbox. I wrote these stories for people just like you who want to see the power of God in your marriage. Let these seven devotionals encourage your heart or share them with a friend. Go to SaveMyMarriageStory.com and you'll also receive the link to our story in the James Dobson Family Talk Show. That's SaveMyMarriageStory.com.